Okay. Hello. Welcome to the Empowered Empath Podcast. Um, I'm Jess. I never introduce myself on these, especially when I have uh, awesome guests on, but I am Jess. I'm a life coach. And today I have Tim. Oh my gosh, Tim, I don't know how to say your last name. Bryant. Did I say that Bryant. right? Yes. Bryant. Yes. Tim Bryant with One Love Meditation. Um, on the podcast today, we have been trying to have this conversation for months since I, I want to say December or November of 2023. And I'm so excited to um, have him on and talk about his project. And before I press record, we were just chatting for a minute and I was like, I have so many questions and I just want to like, like play with you and hear all of these things you have to say. And we're just going to get to know each other on this um, recording because the thing is, is Tim started, I have, there's so much I don't know about your project, Tim, but Tim started a, um, is it, a, it's a nonprofit. Maybe I'm just yes. going to have you introduce yourself. Yes. Here. You know what? I'm just going to have you gonna introduce say, yourself. Okay. Tell us who you are. Tell us what your project is. And then I'm just going to, hammer you with questions. No. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. I want to get these questions. So I will just briefly, I'll introduce myself. So yes, yeah. Tim Bryant, I'm based in Gainesville, Florida. Um, I actually grew up here, lived a few different places, but came home and I started this nonprofit after 15 years of just volunteering, going into prison and doing meditation classes. And I would just go once a month or twice a month to a couple prisons in the area. And then you know, it, it, it was always what I wanted to be doing with my time. And then life finally, finally got to the point where I was like, this is all I want to do. I got to figure out a way to do this and bring them wow. this, bring them this support um, as much as possible. And so I started One Love Prison Meditation Project in August of 2018. And I travel around to like five different prisons um, in the area uh, although I recently just did a tour where I went to like six new prisons I'd never been to, which was incredible. Wow. But um, yeah, and we do like weekly classes and bi-weekly classes, two-hour meditations. We talk, we we get into stuff, we meditate. Um, it's, you know, uh, we sit in silence. Some silence is not something they get at all in a prison. And so that is it. Like, that's what we do. That's no. what I do. <laughs> well, I, as you're talking about it, something I always meant to kind of ask you that was in the back of my head, just as we've, you know, worked together in different spheres, but um, is when you go in, is there like a specific meditation that you teach? Um, do you teach multiple different kinds? Like, tell me about that. This is so good because last night we, I did a gathering. We had a meditation gathering at this women's prison called Gaston Correctional Facility outside of Tallahassee, Florida. And we were talking about some different types of meditation. And I was like, well, there's this we can do like focusing on the breath. There's like this one that I really like called the space between the breaths. So like mm -hmm. noticing the still point at the end of the exhale and noticing like the point of stillness at the end of the inhale mm -hmm. and actually like touching that point. But then I said then, but then I was like, one of my favorite ones <laughs> is literally to just sit and be with no objective, no technique, no anything. And just like really just an attitude of like love and compassion for what arises. Um, so it's a little bit more Zen. But with that being said, I have we have done like Tonglen meditation, which is a Buddhist meditation of like compassion to 
self to others to the world that's been really powerful i've also we've also used mantra meditation using the mm -hmm. mantra soham which means i am that and um breathing that with the breath so we do I, I do like bring sort of like different techniques but i'll say it seems like the main technique that arises that people want to do is just sit is like mm -hmm. just sit and you know i always say like i've been learning this more and more but it feels like though meditation is something that like comes over us as opposed to something like we get to or achieve mm. and so like just by sitting and relaxing and I'll do some like relaxation like techniques going through the body and like yeah. kind of like scanning the body and like and relaxing different parts of the body and then and then we just sit and magical people have magical experiences of peace you know and relaxation and other really cool insights so that's Oh, I love it so much. Uh, I um I think it was before let's see before I met you or saw what you were doing online. Uh, it took I like uh thought, yeah I quote should be meditating for like the last like twenty years. I'm like oh yeah that's totally something I should do. I'm into all the other new agey self help stuff meditation. I should be doing that, and you know tried it here and there. And what I finally found my in. Um, actually through um, Philip Attar has a method he calls somatic heart breath. And I, my in was basically through my body. I just needed someone to guide me through the tension in my body and then through and then focusing on the space between the space. And then what you just said, it's kind of like meditation comes to us. Then I was able to access it. And now yeah. I feel like I can play with a lot of different techniques and I just switched yeah. up my meditation game again. And it's just funny, like, <clears throat> how how it comes to you when it's in its own time and i love that you get to be this this messenger and go into the prison for folks who who want it um and i mean that's the thing about should right i don't really like shoulds like we all should we all need it but when you want it that's when it's powerful um what what is that like when you go into the meditation do you like say, Hey, I'm going to create this class. And then do, do they tell everybody, Hey, go see Tim at five o'clock if you want, or what is, how does yes, that work? That's such a great question. So, so one of the things that has always been historically the case is like, it's not a requirement. People come if they want to come. It's so right. it's not like they're assigned to like, you got to go to the meditation class or whatever, yeah. which so, which is important because it's like people who want to be there. But yes, like all when I've contacted a prison, I say I want to offer a meditation class. We pick a time and then they yes. And then people sign up to come, you know, and they get on what's yeah. called like a call out and then they come. And so um, so, yeah, so everybody is like and then people have what's amazing, too, is when I started this, I really wanted it to be. I wanted it to be open to everybody. And so I'll bring up, you know, we'll talk about Buddhism. We'll talk about different things, but we also like I make it like just known that like this is for everyone and that whatever your faith is, you can sit and be with yourself and in whatever way you want. And I think there, there are some people who use that time for for prayer, like they really will yeah. get into maybe even like their Christian prayer. And then some people may really adopt the technique that we're trying and whatever. But it's really beautiful because like the spirit of sort of the. um yeah, of just being connected to their own heart and like letting themselves relax a little bit more is, you know, is just is present. But yeah, everybody there is like, 
you know, signs up because they want to be there and they're like wanting some kind of peace. Someone told me a story the other day where she's like, and this is like, this is the reality is like, she's like, sometimes I have to sneak out. Sometimes I sneak out of the dorm to just go around the corner and I'm not even really allowed, but I come, I do this for like three minutes just to have like, like quiet. Because like the prisons are just so loud, just not even just the people, but the buildings and the guards and the doors and the even the equipment is like so antiquated that it's like banging, you know, a fan is like making crazy noise. And like, it's just, it's unbelievable. And so that's like the main thing is people come and just like crave this like silence. Um, What you're just saying, uh, I really want to. I, I don't want, I'm just saying it out loud. So I don't forget. I want to circle back and ask you like um, another question, how you got started, but I want to speak to that piece, the, the creating a safe space. I mean, I think that, I mean, you've probably seen too online, like the nervous system, people becoming aware of the nervous system, how important it is to practice breathing and just knowing that it exists in whatever capacity that we have and creating a safe space to be able to drop in, it is so important for healing and so important for reaching to any next level that we're trying to get to. And so to even just create a space where it's like, this is this is a space that feels significantly more safe than out there, giving someone, giving someone incarcerated the chance to drop into that, that heart center, that spot where they can actually access their healing ability. It's like, I don't, there's so much I don't know about the prison system and, and everything I've learned through snippets from you on Instagram, but like someone who gets, it probably has a lot of trauma that I, and now I'm just, tell me if I'm, if I'm totally off base here, but like, I imagine if, if you have done something, of course, there's folks that are, that are uh, found that are innocent and found guilty, right? There's so many different stories that I do not know about. I'll just say that right off the bat. But like, let's say you get, get into prison because you've hurt someone. Hurt, the way that I think of it, I have a book at home that I read to my kids about bullies. Like, okay, hurt people, hurt people. So then we take someone who's already been traumatized and that has created trauma in the world. And then we put them in a box or a spot that has so much, that exacerbates that trauma instead of helping to it gives me chills instead of helping to heal that trauma. Yeah. And then we release those folks like traumatized exponentially. So when I saw what you're doing, I was like, well, that just makes sense to actually bring a spot where healing can happen. So what do you, what, tell me what you think about that. I mean, I think everything about that, that's the whole, and, 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 you know, one of the things like you talk about a safe place and I don't, you know, like, you know, we've, uh, uh you know, I think somebody, you know, uh, whatever safety is like, that's not a word I use, right? Safety is like for right. whoever, whoever feels that, but in terms of just creating like this class and having this gathering where people can come and like experience this um, deeper part of themselves, this calm can let everything go for a little bit. And people have amazing experiences because we're amazing. And like, we are amazing. We're all freaking fucking incredible. <laughs> we're yeah. all filled with so much like love and inspiration and creativity and he and ability to heal and all the shit that's in there and but we need time and space and like a loving environment and support and resources and um 
um, to do that. And so um, one of the things that is super important for me is like, I've gone to like trainings where the prison is like training new volunteers and stuff over the years. And I'll listen to all these volunteers and most of them are, I mean, whatever. It's like not, no one's doing like what we're doing, what I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like it's more dogmatic or religious or Christian. or fundamentalist or whatever and i'll listen to them talk they'll just all be talking shit about people in prison the volunteers and yes and i'm like what are you wow even like like so this is what you're bringing you're bringing like this attitude of like wow they're messed up and i'm gonna fix them or they're messed up and you can't trust them or any of that type of energy and i'm like that has been so important for me is like that's not what this is about This is like about love and understanding. And my meditation and my life experience has taught me I can understand why anybody would do anything and not like I harm is real and there needs to be accountability for harm. But what we don't do is if this person harms this person, then we take this person and torture them. Right. That that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't support survivors. I mean, survivors of violence and survivors of harm need tons of resources and tons of support, but they're not even getting that because we created a system where we just Right. torture like less than 1% of the people who cause harm. We torture them in this really specific way. And I think about this too sometimes when I go to these places, it's like there is so much more crime happening to the people at a prison that are even happening in that whole town, like, Wow. like in these small little rural Wow. towns, you know, it's like, um, And so that isn't it. That is not healing. That is not the resources that people need. Um, it's it's horrific, you know? It really is really horrific. And like you said, people come out of there um, with, I mean, I think studies show, like it's like you, like studies show that literally 100% of people coming out of prison have PTSD, like, Like our experience, our, our like have symptoms of that. Like it's it's just unfathomable, and yet we've created this thing where it's like we've acted like that's some sort of solution, and it's not. It's not a solution. You know, it's Yeah. taking You know, all of our time and resources, and um, yeah. yeah, no. So what you're speaking to, like it, when I'm hearing you, like literally every bell in my body is resonating. Like, yes, this is, this is, this feels so true to me. And I, I think it's an interesting spot where we find ourselves in in 20, 2024 because, you know, this was, this prison system was created from a different mindset, from a different consciousness. And I feel like so many of us are waking up out of the idea of punishment is how you fix, quote, fix someone or quote, set someone in line. I mean, I even see it. I have two kids, they're 10 and eight. And I even see it in the way that I parent my kids. There's very old school threads that come through me that want to punish them to make them do what I want them to do. And I have to alchemize that. I have to transform that. I mean, first it starts with having a different idea and then it starts with going through the body and actually seeing all of the old patterns come through me. And then this is where I think meditation, bringing meditation to folks is so important is actually just being with it, being with the Yeah. rage, 
that I have yeah. for the two people that I love more than anybody else on this planet. <laughs> totally. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I've, I've literally, when my kids were like toddlers, like sat on the kitchen floor and like rocked myself and like, am I going crazy right now? <laughs> am I going? Cause it's like so hard to, to do something different that like, I mean, I grew up in a loving family, but the way that I was raised is, is, is outdated. Like it, it needs to be done differently. And I think that's one of the things that you're shedding light on is this idea that when people do something quote wrong, the way to quote fix them or hold them accountable is to torture the fuck out of them. And I love seeing the, the different spots where this is being shown as that isn't helpful. We've tried that. That's not helpful. It's like I said, turn up parenting, what you're doing, um, I think is revolutionary. And I, I just, I would love to see this conversation. Like, wouldn't it be cool if our conversation was somehow blasted on like, I don't know, whatever the big news network is, CNN, or I don't know, something really big where it's like, Hey, this is real. Just like all the new parenting books coming out there. Like, that's one of the things I would love to just, I, I, I would love to know what your vision for what you have um, going on, but just, I, I'm getting so excited. I'm getting combobulated. So I'm going to just like take a breath. What I do want to ask. Yes, you know, let's breathe. <laughs> oh, what I am very curious. Um, How did you just wander in to the prison one day and just get the inspired idea? Because obviously it came from an inspiration, not a uh, I'm going to talk shit about these folks and then bring them, you know, something else. And that incongruency, like it sounds to me like it came from this congruent thread of inspiration where you just walked in there like how did that even happen yeah. so i'm gonna tell you that but i want to say something else like about just yeah. to like tie up what we were just talking about because totally. it was coming up for me which is that i just want to make it clear like it's like i'm going like we're going in to be with them to like support them in this like horrific system like i'm still not going in there being like they need a they need help or they need meditation it's like we all need you know right. what i'm saying like support and resources but they're in this situation that is just so unbelievably toxic that you know i am compelled to to like to show up for them and to be there like with them and for them and and so um you know the the piece about the whole system and it not working it's true like it doesn't work but as you begin to like understand it and study it more you realize it's not supposed to work like it is set up on purpose to oppress people keep people poor keep people like it only we only police certain types of people lots of people cause harm certain people right. are considered right. criminal we we only have right. certain crimes that we really pay attention i always think about this like is 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 denying people like health insurance like is that worse than somebody takes stealing something a cd that out of a car you know what i mean it's like what what are we policing and what are we not right. policing so it's also taking a bigger perspective too in terms of like this does not work but also it is working it's working to like harm people and keep people harmed and not take care of survivors and and so so i just show up literally like so like talk about like um, you know, sometimes I think it's not enough. There's so much that needs to be done. We need to dismantle yeah. and do all, you know, and, and recreate these systems. But it's like, okay, we'll work on that. And in the meantime, we need to like care for each other. So I got started, I mean, social justice and like was a huge, I don't know how this happened. I grew up, you know, in a, uh, 
you know, racist home, racist environment. I did have some cool people around me, some cool friends around me. But like, you know, I began just kind of waking up to the injustices that I started seeing and hearing and feeling, you know, um, uh, uh, like of what was going on as I began to get out into the world more as a young person, like, you know, even early teens and stuff and interacting with different people and different, you know, different races and different backgrounds and just started feeling more of like the injustice that's going on. And then also was very like inspired by, you know, media and music and culture. And even that was like kind of teaching me of like what's actually going on like out here. So I majored in sociology. Um, so I was always sort of like on that like level and trying to study that. But then when I discovered meditation, it just, you know, it opened up like, just a whole different world for me in terms of like compassion and um and like wanting to like love myself and um seeing you know just seeing others as like products i don't know it's like hard i'm not i'm not even going to go down that road right now but what i will say is what how i got started was i became part of like this meditation group this organization and then i found out that they were going into the prisons and I happened to move out to California and they were going out, they were going to the prisons, but it was much more specific. It was like meditation, chanting. It came much more out of like the yoga tradition. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how, but once I heard, the minute I heard about it, I was like, that's like, I need to go do that. You know, like I need to go. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I love, I, I love it when. It's like a love at first sight when you see somebody across the room, but it's like you see an idea across the room. You know, you just, you just, as you're talking, like my brain is just like working as you're talking and it's, it's always so funny. It's such a funny dance to practice, just really receiving uh, like everything that you're saying and then think, and then also uh, thinking, I really want to circle back and ask him about this. But like something that I notice about when you share on Instagram and even just talking right now is, and I, I, I'm just going to reflect this back. I don't know if you know this. You are a wealth of information about um, what needs to be fixed in the system, about, about what you see that isn't working with the old system and what needs, um, be, what needs to be ushered in as a new paradigm. And like, you know, there are books written on this, but most of us are not just going to go out and read a book, even after listening to this podcast, but we might after getting a couple tidbits, like this, the tidbits that you share, like that, that's why I do think social media is such a great tool because it delivers, um, bite-sized chunks of a completely new paradigm to people when they have the capacity and space to to experience it, maybe on their lunch break, and all of a sudden a one minute soundbite can really just change the way that you are viewing something. And then from that viewpoint, you collect more to bolster that. And so you just said something, I, I meant to write it down, I didn't write it down, that I was just like, oh my God, it's so simple, but it's so true. And I'm just wondering, is there something that like, this might be way too big of a question, but like, is, is there something about the system that you think, um, you can drop another tidbit about 
like the most profound statements about how um, something isn't working and how it will work better are always the most simple, right? It's pointing, pointing out something like putting people into a spot where they're just continuously re-traumatized and then they pop out and every 100% of them have PTSD. Like that's a tidbit. That's a powerful, profound, yet simple fact that makes me start thinking, oh shit, because that's one of the other things. It's like watching you online it has reflected back all of my um, narratives about folks in the prison system that I didn't even know was there. And that's like, I think one of the most important pieces for quote, the rest of us who aren't doing the work that you're doing so that the more of quote, the masses or the people can digest a new paradigm. And then more waves of change, like voting differently, having different conversations, volunteering differently can start to happen. So I don't even know what my question was, but <laughs> do you have another tidbit? <laughs> no, I know another tidbit. I mean, I, I there and, and hmm, I just, you know, one thing that like I thought about like years ago and, you know, all of this, everything like, you know, is comes from the inspiration of all the work that people have been doing for years. You know, I think about Angela Davis, like I love her and I remember seeing her talk many years ago before I was even doing this. And um, and she is somebody who has worked for prison abolition her whole life. And I recently heard her say that she didn't even realize there's been more discussion in 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 um in our culture, like in the community about abolishing prisons, defunding police, these different things, reallocating funds to, um, you know, for, for more support for people and less in this punitive way. And she was, she's done this her whole life. And she was even saying, I never thought it would reach this level of like discussion in my lifetime where oh, this wow. many people would be oh, discussing. Oh my God. I know. And that like touched me so deeply because I thought here is somebody who's worked for this and done this their whole life without knowing what, you know, what will ultimately become of this, except for, I think she knows what ultimately will become of this, but like yeah. whether, when we get there, we don't know. And I think about that a lot, a lot, like what we're doing and like what I'm doing is, a, is a drop in this much larger thing of creating what I want to say is like an economy of care, like mm -hmm. an economy that's based on caring for each other and jobs that are based on caring for each other, mm -hmm. um, that aren't based on exploiting each other and punishing each other and mm -hmm. um, robbing each other. And I think that like the tidbit of what can be done, I mean, I, again, I do think of I do like oftentimes, I mean, not often, all the time I go to these prisons and I'm the only one there. You know, I mean, I'm the only one there that's doing like this, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't say that to be like, oh, you know, people are doing cool stuff all over the country in different areas. But my dream is that like I, my dream is that more of us like who are able to yeah. will like show up in these places um, that are full of this oppression and full of this systemic oppression and just stake our claim that like we're here and we're here for the people and um, what can we do? Like, what do they need and what can we do? And so I do dream about more and more people getting involved um, in whatever way they can. Oh, um, yeah. Can I, can I jump on there real fast? Yes, yes. I just go. realized that was like, that made me, uh, that drop in the bucket. I've been thinking about that drop in the bucket on my 
sphere in my sphere of coaching more too. And this spider web of all of us with our different, um, our different, um, focuses. Like, so for example, I come from this, like, I come from like the self-help sphere, the consciousness expanding sphere, the yoga sphere, that kind of spot, right? Like I accidentally joined a spiritual cult for two years sphere. Like, you know what I mean? That's I think I remember sphere. reading about that. Did yeah. you mention something about that? What? I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Very, very interesting. But like the social justice sphere, they, they talk together beautifully, but like, I don't know, like a lot of the players that, you know, in the social justice sphere. And so I, I, they cross over, right? Like I'm interested in what a lot of folks in social justice are doing, of course, because it's basically all, you know, the same direction, but we all have different focuses, which I think is really beautiful because then we all get to bring a different like color of the rainbow, a different piece of the puzzle. And so like the way that I even am connected with you is because you're like, Hey, I'm putting this out there. Like do coaches want to volunteer their time and coach some folks that are incarcerated? And you, I love that you kept looping it because it took me a few times. Then, then I happened one day to see in one of your stories and it just happened to hit me at right the right day. And I was like, this feels resonant. I'm going to like reach out to this guy. <laughs> so I want to hear how that's been for you because so that yeah, is like, yeah. let's tell people that like, we haven't yeah. ever spoken like this, but I put out this call. I had this amazing connected with all these amazing coaches and, and had this, uh, this, you know, awareness of like, we should bring coaching to people that are in, that are in prison. And there's so many barriers to that. Like you can't zoom with them and you can't like whatever, but they do have access to like email now and we can make this free for them. And I just believe that like that connection would have a profound impact, like, you know, on them and on the coaches, honestly. And, yeah. and it's been amazing to see what people have been able to create and like the healing and like people have moved forward with some incredible things, reconnecting with family. There's people who have been in prison, like reconnecting with their family through working with wow. their coach, wow. all sorts of amazing stuff, like lots of incredible stuff, but I would love to know, like you're doing this. And so like, what's it been like for you? Yeah. 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 So while keeping full, you know, confidentiality, exactly. Um, yeah, um, I've had maybe a different experience than maybe some of the other coaches that you've worked with, because um, when when you reached, when we got in conversation, you were like, OK, so what kind of coach like are you? And I'm just like, you know, because you and I, I think we swim in like the Simone soul sphere. And like, I, I don't know, I'm very attracted to Simone's way of being like, you know what, be your messy, multi-passionate self. And so when I responded to your email, I'm like. Hmm. I'm not your typical one-liner coach. You know, I'm not like coach for weight loss, coach for this. Like I'm, I'm like, I have like five lines, you know? And I'm like, how do I distill this to tell Tim? And so I just remember kind of bleh, blurting out to you in an email. And then you like wrote back, you're like, I like, I feel like I matched you with someone that you guys would like really work well together and took some time with this. And I just feel like you matched me up with someone. I mean, I, I just, I just love working with my person so much. We're such a beautiful match. And, um, I also have a different experience because you matched me with someone who was in, um, he had been transferred to God. I don't even know all the language. Like work release. 
a work thank you a work like, release like before getting out like a like a, they, yeah before getting out sometimes they go to work release where they go out and work and then come back and stay at the prison at night yes. there's more they more they have more privileges they can have a phone and things like that yes. but yes so because he had a phone i was able to uh zoom with him have our conversations via zoom and then um i also have a voxer set up so we can like vox in between but like um while so he's actually been released but and we're still working together. I offered him a like a a period of time where I'm like, hey, I really want to help you like get back on your feet in this transition time. So I'm still seeing him. But um it was interesting, like just starting to coach him while he was in this work release. Cause even in the work release, there were just so many things that like he couldn't meet maybe one week because all of a sudden they were like, No, you you have to work or you have to get up at like three in the morning, and, like clean the kitchen or something. I was just like, Whoa, this is this is fascinating you're being treated the way that you're being treated. And I only saw teeny tiny little like bite-sized, you know, pieces and, um, you know, the way that they're wake woken up in the morning and just all these simple little things that I take for granted. Like, like there's so many, again, with the self-help sphere that I swim in, right? Like, like my whole, not job, but like, we all know what we quote should do, but it's the doing it that is hard. So like, for example, create a new routine, getting up out of the morning. And let's say, you're, let's say you're someone who you, your alarm wakes, wakes you up and you're in your own bed. You're not in a prison and you wake up and all of a sudden the thoughts are starting to come on you. Like, Oh no. Oh shit. Oh, I'm going to check my phone. And it's like, we don't even realize how fortunate we are to wake up in our own bed, to choose our own time. All of these things that you 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 don't have access to in the prison so i'm kind of going off on a tangent there but like just seeing some of the the ways that um he was treated and again like it was i only saw a sliver of it but um let's see i'm trying to th think do you have a, a specific question before I, my brain brain starts popping off into squirrel land i guess just like No, I mean, I, yeah, I just was like, I, yeah, I just wanted to hear like what your experience has been and like, but it sounds like it's been amazing. Okay, absolutely. And <laughs> um, I will say another thing too, is at, towards the end of him getting out, which was so exciting to be able to be part of someone's story while they're being released. Um, we had to switch from he he went through an experience where we had to switch from Zoom to emailing. So I did get the email experience for like one to two times. But then like someone on his end, like the machine got broken. So then we just had no contact like for weeks. Yeah. And then he popped out and I was able to reconnect with him like afterwards. But um, one thing I do want to say is, you know, Anybody in the self-help sphere who wants to help themselves, who wants to learn how to heal themselves, who wants to reach for a new bar, a new quote-unquote level, um, there is never any way that anybody else can do it for you, period, end of sentence. I, I know this to be true. And I found it to be um, very, like, selfishly rewarding to, to um, show up and help and support and reflect back the power that my person has um because he wanted it mm -hmm. <laughs> he wanted it he really mm -hmm. wanted it
-hmm. and uh, wants it. And um, even more powerfully wanting it than some folks that I've coached who are free birds, you know? So there's just some, there's something to that, I think is what I want to say. You know, and I, it's interesting, like I used to think about this and I don't like, but because I don't like to, like, I don't like to like speak in generalities or right. I, I don't know about like people, or I don't like to praise people that are like dealing with like the most traumatic situation you could imaginably like deal with, you know, I don't want to like, whatever, yeah. I don't know. But what I will say is it's real. Like there are the most, there's, there's such great like thinkers and philosophers and artists and musicians and yeah. people like, and, and with these hearts that are like, that are in these terrible, you know, situations and the things that they may even did, some of them even did, some of them did silly stuff that is ridiculous, you know, some might actually cause some like real harm, you know, but like, there's also this depth of like, it was the worst day of their life too, you know, and they carry so much like yeah. remorse and they want to, have a different experience. And yet then they're in this place that is just constantly, constantly just beating them down physically and emotionally. And it's just, it's just horrific. And so um, it is really rewarding to show up. It is rewarding to show up and for them to like go, thank God you're here, man. Like we, this is like the two hours of like the week that is like resets my week, you know, to like, remember who I am and yeah. to find sovereignty inside because I can't fucking get it like anywhere else. But like, what if I can touch this place inside that I feel comfortable in? Yeah. You no. Know? And yeah. Um, Something you were just said, I don't know what it was that you just said that made me think about this, but like going back to what you're saying about the volunteers, you know, coming in and offering support, but like talking shit, uh, behind like the inmates back and stuff. Um, um, I, I have, I think that there's so much tab. I don't know if the word is taboo. There's so much old paradigm covering this work, so much taboo covering this work. And I, let's see, how do I want to say this? Um, it introduce what what you're doing and the new perspective that you're bringing to the table i can see introduces people to their own shadows god how mm. do i want to say this um <clears throat> yeah go for it yeah yeah it's like ugh, sometimes i have an idea and it's coming and it's like it's right there and sometimes it's like every other word i'm like okay can the idea come on what is what do you how do you want to say this um there's a, I, I'm going to speak to them just because they're an example. I'm not trying to shit on them or throw shade at them. I just think that they're a really great example of the inner work that so many of us are all waking up to collectively, not just even talking about prison system or whatever, just like everywhere. If you're a parent, I mean, nobody introduces you fast, quicker to your shadows than your kid, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so if we can get really good as a collective, like my, my dream, one of my dreams is, is helping folks to meet their shadow on the inside of them and holding court, like in a loving way, like holding space for that shadow to exist 
what is it like? How does it feel like? Like I call myself an emotional alchemist because I feel like that is the work of meeting the self and expanding into the self with more love. And then all of a sudden, when you do that, you have access to more of you. And this, and like, I see that, yeah, that might sound kind of like abstract, but it's literally the, the inner work that we do. And if you're going to transpose that into physical reality, that's literally what I see the, the, the work that you're, that you're doing, which is meeting the quote shadow aspects of our society, going in there, meeting, not saying, yeah, I condone what you did, but I'm going to sit with you and I'm going to bring love. And I'm just going to hold space for you to feel that too. I mean, like I was saying, the simplicity is so profound. There's profound healing that can happen in that sphere. And my hope is my wish for your organization is that it grows however big you want it to grow, but that it, it, it touches folks beyond you even being connected to them, because that means it's, it's become a beautiful life of its own. So anyway, I think that's what I wanted to say. I love that so much because that is like what happens. Like we talk a lot about what it means to live inside. This is where we live, you know, and there's a lot of like, there is a lot of pain and trauma and discomfort. And we talk about like, that comes up a lot of like, how do we be with ourselves as we are and, and be able to look at these shadow parts of ourselves. And like, I love what you said, like whole court, like that is a theme that, it, that emerges constantly. And it's more than just being like, you know, not condoning it's really like i can understand on a deep level i can understand why anybody i say this again like why anybody would do anything it's like going beyond that and into mm. into this this healing this like this like who are we and 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 how do we not cut off from all these different parts of ourselves but like but yeah but like embrace these different parts of ourselves and it's like um, you know, I want to just bring this up. I heard you, I want to say this, and this is not like as a correction. I just think it's a cool moment. Cause I think like, we're talking about this. This is like important to highlight. You made yeah. a con, you said like, Oh, like the inmate. And so you've probably heard this discussion around, you know, that's a term that the state uses to describe somebody. And I love to share with people about calling them a person, a person that's in prison mm -hmm. or even a name, if we know a name or whatever, and, um, you know, so like incarcerated person, but I don't even really like that. I like a person on the inside, a person in prison, um, as opposed to like using these state labeled, like, you know, um, identifications, you know, and, and, and things on them. So I wanted to share that. Really I'm quickly. so, okay. Two things. Number one, <laughs> I'm so happy that you did that be because that's exactly what I'm talking about. All the shit that I don't know. Before we start our call, I was like, I want you to talk to me like I'm a kindergartner because there's so yeah. much that I do not know. And this is a great example of that. And then the other thing, I I when I said inmate, even I I as I'm talking, you know, you know how we're sharing an idea, yes. like thoughts still try to talk to us. And it's like, no thought, you say it aside. A thought that tried to come in was like, Hey, are you saying the right terms? And I'm like, you know, I feel I've, I, I'm open to learning with this person that I've invited into my zoom room. And I, I know that if it's, if there's something that I need to know here, like he's going to share it. And then you did. And that's the thing that I think going forward with all of the new paradigm shifting that we're doing, because, um, to be honest, some parts of the social justice scene that I have dipped in my toe into in different parts throughout the last couple of decades, um, 
have actually been kind of traumatizing in certain ways that I, I don't even know if I if I'm saying that the right way, but no, I am saying it the right way because I have had moments where I've been traumatized by by people who have been so passionate for good reason, but then have directed that in anger towards people who are quote doing it the wrong way. And I just I do not align with that at all. The way that I align with create ushering in the new paradigm, the as if there's only one, right? There's fucking a million. But like is is it's again, it's holding court in love. It's like saying, it's like calling out in love. It's like saying, Hey, by the way, I just want you to know there's another way to look at that. This is the old way. And I think this is the cool way. And also being open to whatever that person, however that person chooses to receive that information. And, and I just, I think that there's something that's, I just think that's the way again, nervous system in your heart, the feeling, the body feeling like it's safe to actually receive a new way of thinking and believing um, and digesting. That is the way that we will actually be able to receive it. Telling someone that they're fucked up for thinking an old way, it, it, I, I don't ever see that that working. So it's an it's a funny it's a funny dance, right? To totally. be someone who's bringing in new ideas. It is really interesting because I know what you mean. And it's like, I, and also I think me and my position, like, I don't know. I think of like, there's room for every, like there's room for everybody. There's room for everybody to be, I don't know, like more rageful, more, I don't know. It's like hard to like understand, but I know exactly what you mean in terms of like, um, I mean, for me, like social justice and spirituality are completely like, completely interlinked and it's like mm -hmm. there's not there really isn't for me there isn't one without the other mm -hmm. um yeah it's like once I've touched this place of like who I am and once I've like like begun to embrace like right these shadow aspects and it's like all I can think of all I feel is like this compassion and love for people that are like having to go through like these things mm -hmm. and as a person who is also you know comes from a lot of you know, under privileges and I'm white and I'm cisgender and all these things. It's also like, like, I want to go put myself and it's not because like I want to, but meaning like I feel inspired to to put myself in these places where not everybody will feel comfortable even going. I remember when someone shared that with me one time and it was really meant a lot. Mm -hmm. They're like, I'm so glad you go there because I can't go there. I will not go to a place like that, but somebody needs to go. Mm -hmm. And I think about the state, like I, I can sort of go because people don't look at me a certain way and they're like, oh, whatever, you know, and I can, I can slide in and out of the prison and, right. um, and have their backs. And so just trying to use that, you know, to, um, an advantage to be able to like support them. But, um, you know, uh, it's amazing. I've definitely learned more and more joy in this like type of like work because it is dark and it is messed up. And it's like the stuff I see and the stuff I hear is heartbreaking like all the time. But I just like I look to the greats, you know, and to the people around me, but also even to the incredible people that have been doing like being in intense places and doing way more intense things than this. I'm not even saying that this is that, but like with that joy and just like that enthusiasm and just like, we're doing like whatever we can. And I feel that more and more where it's like, 
it's so dark. It's so tough out here. And yet, like, we all want, you know, like, we just want to, like, we want to love on each other. We want to laugh. We want to, like, and um, I love that so much about our gatherings. There's a lot of laughter and there's a lot of, like, um, there's, like, a lot of sweetness. And, um, and I love just, like, carrying that. It's, like, while we're in the midst of all these horrors, like, how can we still, like, But I don't want to, but it's not bypassing, right? It's just like embracing Right. the shadow, embracing Right. like the darkness, and then recognizing there's something else in here, which is this like this joy that like enthusiasm we have to to tear down these systems too. You know, it's like, all right, well, we're trying to tear down the like tear down Right. something old and build something new. Like that's a fucking fun thing to be able to like participate in, even though it's terrible that it's happening. Yeah. I like, I really like that. Um, the paradoxical, like that's actually a great spot to sort of end on. And God, that went by so fast. Um, I always say that, but it, that's why that's because I have, I get to talk with amazing people like such as yourself, but PS, you were going to be the first person on my podcast as a guest. And then, then it didn't happen because I know I was so excited for that. My, I, I like, I was like, oh man, I'm going to be first. And then I, when I had to cancel, I was like, I'm not going to be first anymore. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, okay. Before I really appreciate I ask you it. like where people can find you, I just want to say you have an infectious smile in a, the best way. It's, it's really fun. Cause like folks aren't going to be able to see you cause this is an, an audio podcast, but I can see you. And like when you're sharing little tidbits, also the smile like creeps up on your face and, and then like, I can't help but smile. So I love that you get to, that, that is who you are, but then you get to also bring that into the spaces that you work and believe in. So of course you're experiencing laughter there because You're bringing it. It's very clear. So just so you know, just want to tell Thank you. you. Oh, thank you. I Yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. So, okay. Where can people find you? And also you said, <laughs> uh, if people want to like tell, like, how, can people work with you? yes. And then also you said like, you want to, you're doing this now. Like, this is like what you're doing. Like, is, is there ways people can jump in and all that kind of stuff. So tell us everything. You know, what's amazing is like, I've, you know, I've done some, like a few podcasts or I've done different things and people ask that question. And I'm like, one of the things is we've been around now, I've been around now for five years. It's just like, I think a couple of weeks ago did our 350th class, like in prison. Wow. And that's including like a, a large, like, you know, for a year and a half COVID closed down the prisons and everything. So it's been incredible. And we are just like, at, and now there's like over 54 coaches who are coaching people, um, Oh, wow. like one-on-one -on -one and more coming every day, like more Wow. coaches coming on board every day. Oh, my God. And it is like this amazing feeling like we're here, you know, like we're here and we are like supporting people. So I feel like so good about this question because there's a lot of different things that I'm like, so like, like to say, which is, so you can find me, um, I'm, Instagram is definitely where I'm like most active. So it's one love prison meditation. um on instagram one love prison meditation but also our website is one love pmp.org um but you can also just look you know one love prison meditation and pop up and if somebody's interested i'm actually this year has been really cool i'm working with somebody who's volunteering helping me to sort of like get some things in order to like put in place for people that want to be involved more even if people want to do if people want to like get support to bring this type of either meditation or art or music or anything that's in their heart that they want to bring inside to people. 
I am all here. I'm here to support that. We're actually, I'm actually working with um, one of my board members, Onika Mays, who she's an incredible follow on Instagram, Onika, O-N-E-I-K-A, Mays. And we're working on putting together a, a training for people um, to, and so we've already got people signing up for that. Like in, um, I don't have a date yet, but I'm hoping like late spring or maybe summer to put together a training for people that want to go inside and actually go into the prisons and and do what they do that's what's cool you don't have to just do yeah. you bring bring what you are there and so that's going on if you want to do that if you're a coach and you want to get involved with coaching somebody through the email um or luckily like you maybe they would get to get somebody that's getting out with like a phone um a computer um reach out to me on instagram or reach out through the website and um we can do that um, if you want to contribute financially or you want to just get to know us more, like just reach out to me and we can talk, but you can always make, you know, any sort of donation. Um, that's hugely important. I'm like really embracing that this year. Like, you know, I've been just going and doing this and I've been like, just going and doing it. And we have gotten a lot of support over the years and it's been incredible, but it's definitely not sustainable to like keep doing what we're doing, you know, like I, we have to have some support and, and, and some like, you know, some of that financial support, but it's been amazing like this year to just like, all right, let's like, I'm not afraid of that. Like we're here, we're doing amazing stuff for people. Let's keep doing it and let's get like all the support that we need to do that. So um, yeah, I would love to connect with more people. So anybody out there reach out to me and let's, let's talk. Okay. <laughs> On on that note, can I I want to just uh, share something in light in like um, in honor of this spider web, this connection, uh, what you were saying and what I'm obviously take this or compost this. But um, when you're talking about doing an in live an in-person live training to bring people on board to bring their magic, like whether it's art or music or meditation and then them going in their state and bringing their their piece of the puzzle to where they are. Um, like when I've told people that I've been volunteering for you, some folks have thought like I'm doing meditation. I'm like, oh no, no, I'm a coach. Like I'm not a meditation teacher, I'm a coach. I can see like, as you're like continuing to expand, okay, I'm gonna use like brand language, like yes. your brand. So like widening it. So it's, it's more and more well-known so that people are like, oh yeah, that's, it's almost like, it, it's like people know that it's something they can lean on, like seeing it over and over and over again. I wonder if as you add more facets, more, you know, diamond droplets to your spider web, will it shift to like one love prison project instead of one love meditation? So that med that there's more openings for more magic to come in. So I'm just, that's just it's an already idea that happened. came through. It's oh, really? Happened. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what is like, funny. but that contemplation and that is like, that discussion is definitely already happening because there's well, other things we do too, is connecting them with all these different resources, getting books into them, like, you know, yeah. Um, uh, connecting them with other organizations that can support them in their specific needs. We've had yeah. you know, like, um, you know, I've even connected people to, to legal like situations, like somebody brought up something one time and I was able to pass on a message to, to, to a legal organization that could, so like, we're trying to just be there for them. And so it's, you know, but we, but 
So I love that. And that's definitely in the works. Sweet. Awesome. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Well, I told you we'd pop off at 10th at the half mark. So we're a few minutes over and I just want to say thank you so, so much for um, coming on and for sharing. I'll link everything that you shared um, in the show notes for an easy click for folks. And um, just thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for uh, having the idea to bring coaches on board and uh, thanks for coming on. You're so welcome. It was awesome to finally get to chat with you, Jess. This was so great. So <laughs> awesome to finally get to chat with you. Get to know you recorded. Yes. Live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and everyone else, bye to you for now. And I will see you next week. Mwah. <laughs>